0: So we're now coming to the final section of this first volume where we've been talking about du'a and the various types of du'a, the various mannerisms of du'a. And the last section in this book, in this first volume, it talks about the topic of al-istighfar. That was where we left off in the previous chapter. And the connection between seeking forgiveness and tawheed. (coughs) قرن (coughs) التوبة بالاستغفار والاستغفار بالتوحيد The connection between Tawbah, seeking repentance, and forgiveness, and also the connection between forgiveness and Tawheed. لَقَدْ كَانَ حَدِيثُنَا السَّابِقُ عَنِ التَّوْبَةِ وَبَيَانِ فَضْلِهَا وَعِظَمِ شَأْنِهَا وَشِدَّةِ احْتِيَاجِ الْعَبْدِ إِلَيْهَا in the last section, if you remember, we were talking about the topic of Tawbah, uh, making repentance, seeking repentance for your shortcomings and your sins. And we spoke about the virtue of making Tawbah and the great need a servant has to making Toba. وعن بعض الأحكام المتعلقة بها، and we had mentioned some of the rulings that are connected to it. وكثيراً ما تأتي التوبة في النصوص مقرونة بالاستغفار. You will notice that often, توبة it is mentioned in the texts connected with the topic of seeking forgiveness. Seeking repentance and seeking forgiveness, those two are often mentioned together in the texts. For example, Surat Hud, Ayah number 3, وَأَنِسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ ثُمَّ تُوبُوا إليه وَأَنِسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ ثُمَّ تُوبُوا إِلَيْهِ Here you can see, Al-Istighfar, Seeking Forgiveness, has been mentioned in connection with Seeking Repentance. It says, (coughs) وَأَنِسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ Seek forgiveness from your Lord, (coughs) ثُمَّ تُوبُوا إِلَيْهِ and then make repentance. Make the Toba. make repentance from the sins that you've done. Similarly, وَقَوْلُ هُودْ لِقَوْمِهِ إِسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ ثُمَّ تُوبُوا إِلَيْهِ Seek forgiveness from your Lord, and then make the Toba. Seek repentance from your sins. Ask for those sins to be forgiven for you. Seek repentance from them. So these are a couple of examples. And there are many others in the Quran and the Sunnah that mention seeking forgiveness generally. And then asking for the Tawbah to be accepted also together. وَفِي هَذَا دَلَالَةَ عَلَىٰ عظم التَّلَازُمِ بَيْنَ الاستغفار وَالْتَّوْبَةِ So this indicates the great connection between seeking forgiveness and making that repentance and the tawbah. وَشِدَّةِ اِحْتِيَاجِ الْعَبْدِ إِلَيْهِمَا And the great need of a servant to them to seeking forgiveness and making the repentance, the Tawbah. لِلْوِقَايَةِ مِن شُرُورِ A servant is in great need of asking Allah for forgiveness and making Tawbah from your sins. And sins are two types sins are two types dhambun qad madha a sin that has already gone by a sin that has already gone by falistilfar minhu talabu viqayati sharrihi So when you seek forgiveness for that, then you are basically asking Allah to protect you from the evil of that sin you've done. Because sins have consequences. Sins have consequences. So when you've done a sin, it's happened, then you seek forgiveness asking Allah to protect you from the evil consequences of that sin that has gone by, you've done. Second type, a sin that you fear you are going to fall into, a sin that you fear you may end up doing. <تصفيق> فالتوبه العزم على الا يفعل والرجوع الى الله يتناول النوعين رجوع الى اليه ليقيه شر ما مضى ورجوع اليه ليقيه شر ما يستقبل من نفسه وصيئات اعماله so then This second type, which is the sin that might happen and you fear falling into it. You make the Tawbah meaning that you are asking for firmness in being able to stay away from it and not fall into it. So you return back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in both circumstances. For a sin that's already been done, you return back to Allah, you ask for forgiveness, and you are asking for protection from the consequences of that sin. Secondly, a sin that you fear you may yet fall into, then you are asking Allah to basically give you strength and firmness to avoid that and not end up falling into it. So you are returning, <coughs> returning back to Allah subhanahu wa taala in both circumstances. وَأَيْضًا and also, فَإِنَّ الْمُذْنِبَ بِمَنْزِلَةِ مَنْ رَكَبَ طَرِيقًا تُؤَدِّيهِ إلَى هَلاكٍ وَلَا تُوَصِّلُهُ إلَى الْمَقْصُودِ. A person who commits a sin, the mudnib, a person who commits a sin, is like the example of somebody who is riding upon a pathway, going down a pathway that is leading to his destruction. You are heading down a pathway that is the pathway to your destruction. That is what it is a person who is committing sins, then he is essentially treading upon the pathway to his destruction. And that pathway will not bring you to your objective. You may have ideas in your head or objectives in your head. That pathway will not take you to it. That pathway of sinning will only take you to destruction. فَهُوَ مأمور أَنْ يُوَلِّيَهَا You are therefore in that circumstance commanded to turn your back upon that pathway. You need to turn your back on that pathway. وَيَرُجِعِ الطريق اللَّتِي فِيهَا نَجَاتُ And to turn around and go on the other path which has your salvation in it. That is what you are required to do. If you are upon sins, therefore you are upon the path to destruction, then what is required of you is to turn your back to that pathway and instead head towards the pathway for your salvation. Wa-fiha أَلَّتِي تُوصِلُهُ إِلَى So the pathway of salvation will bring you to the objective. It will bring you to where you need to go. It will bring you to your success. <coughs> so here we have two issues. And you need to have both of them in place. مُفَارَقَةُ شَيْءٍ وَالْرُّجُوعِ إِلَىٰ غَيْرِهِ To abandon something and to turn away from it to something else. So what are you abandoning? The sins and you are turning away from them towards Allah and your objective and the right pathway. فَخُصَّتْ التوبة بِالرُّجُوعِ so then it is mentioned here that the Tawbah that is in connection to your return. You are returning to the right pathway, your Tawbah is connected to that, that you are kept upon that pathway. Repenting from what you've been upon. The istighfar, the forgiveness, is the seeking of forgiveness for the consequences of the pathway you used to be upon. You used to be upon that pathway, there are consequences to that. So you seek forgiveness from those evil consequences of the path you used to be upon. And then you make tawbah, repentance in order to ask Allah to keep you firm upon this pathway of salvation, and not to fall into the old pathway and the sinning again. (laughs) اَمَّا اِذَا اُفْرِدَتْ اَتَّوْبَةُ بِالْذِكْرِ اَوْ اُفْرِدَ الْإِسْتِغْثَارِ فَإِنَّ كُلَّ وَاحِدٍ مِنْهُمَا يَتَنَاوَلُ مَعْنَا الْآخِرِ Generally, when we say istighfar and we say toba, seeking forgiveness, seeking repentance, generally both of them mean the same thing. Normally we refer to those two terms as the same thing. If you say seeking forgiveness, then it includes both of these meanings. That you are seeking forgiveness from the evil consequences of the sins you have done, and asking Allah for firmness upon the path of salvation, if you just say seeking tawbah, then it also means exactly that same thing. So when you mention just one of them, it means all of them. But when you mention them both, then the istighfar is talking about the evil consequences, and the tawbah is about keeping firm upon the path of goodness and not falling into sin. وَالِسْتِلْخَارُ لَهُ شَأْنٌ عَظِيمٌ ومكانة عَالِيَةٌ Seeking forgiveness has a great rank and status. Seeking forgiveness has a great rank and status. فَهُوَ كَمَا بين شَيْخُ الْإِسْلَامِ Just like Shaykhul Islam Ibn Taymiyyah Rahimahullah Ta'ala mentioned, يُخْرِجُ الْعَبْدَ مِنَ الْفِعِلِ إِلَى الْفِعِلِ A servant <coughs> is taken out from the disliked and haram action into the beloved and good action. By what? What takes out the servant from the disliked actions to the beloved actions doing Istighfar, the istighfar, seeking forgiveness, tawbah, it removes a servant from the disliked and makruh into the beloved and good. Wa min al-amal al-naqis ila al and from the deficient action to the Perfect and fulfilling action. And it raises a servant from the degraded and lowly position to the higher position and perfect and fulfilled position. فان العابد لله والعارف بالله في كل يوم بل في كل ساعه بل في كل لحظه يزداد علما بالله وبصيره في دينه وعبوديته بحيث يجد ذلك في طعامه وشرابه ونومه ويقظته وقوله وفعله So, a servant of Allah, the one who recognizes and knows his Lord and remembers his Lord in every moment, then that person increases in knowledge of his Lord, increases in insight in his religion and in his worship, such that he finds. This righteousness and improvement in all of his affairs, in his food, his drink, his sleep, his awakeness, his statements, his actions, he finds the improvement everywhere. <laughs> So an individual who finds or sees taqsirahu his shortcoming, fi <coughs> qalbihi, in the presence of his heart, that his heart isn't present, he finds that his heart is negligent, and that is not giving the rights to it, then that individual is in need of seeking forgiveness. He is in need of seeking forgiveness day and night. That person is in necessity and dire need of that is still far in his statements and in all his situations. Lima fi him in almasalih, wajal bil khayrat, wadef il madarrat, wotala bizia datifil uwati fila amalil albiya walbedaniya al yakiniya al imaniya. And that is because there are great benefits for a person in bringing about good and removing harm and increasing in strength in your actions, actions of the heart, of the body, of certainty, of iman, it increases you. Seeking forgiveness, being upon the tawbah, asking Allah for that, being upon a heart that is in constant remembrance, rather than being negligent and forgetting, seeking forgiveness and forgetting tawbah, that type of person will be in the lowly ranks. But if you are with a heart that is present and mindful and seeking forgiveness and Toba, then you will be in the higher ranks and you will see improvement in all of your affairs. وَمِمَّا يُبَيِّنُ عِظَمَ شَأْنِ And that which clarifies the great status of seeking forgiveness, <coughs> <coughs> وَرَفِيْعِ مَكَانَتِهِ And the lofty status of it, of seeking forgiveness, أَنَّهُ <coughs> كَثِيرًا مَا يَأْتِ فِي النُّصُوسِ مَقْرُوْنًا مَعَى كَلِمَةِ التَّوْحِيدِ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ أَلَّتِي هِيَ خَيْرُ الْكَلِمَاتُ وَأَفْضَلُهَا وَأَجَلُّهَا عَلَى الْإِطْلَاقُ One of the things that highlights the great position of seeking forgiveness, the great rank and station of seeking forgiveness, is the fact that it is often connected with Tawheed directly in the Qur'an. It is often connected with La ilaha illallah, the shahada, often. And we know the shahada is the greatest of statements. Al-Istighfar being connected with the shahada so often indicates the high rank of Al-Istighfar, seeking forgiveness. So for example, in Surah Muhammad, Ayah number 19, (coughs) فَعَلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَٰهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَاسْتَغْفِرْ لذنبك. No, Know that indeed he, there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah, and seek forgiveness for your sins. Know that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except Allah. And seek forgiveness for your sins. So the seeking of forgiveness has been attached directly to the statement of La ilaha illallah in that ayah in Surat Hud, ayah number three: "Alla ta'budu lakum that you do not worship except Allah. Indeed I am to you a warner and a bringer of glad tidings. رَبَّكُمْ ثُمَّ إليه <coughs> And seek forgiveness from your Lord and repent to Him. That is mentioned straight after the mentioning of Tawheed. أَلَّا Do not worship except Allah. He is the only one deserving of worship in truth. And then seek forgiveness from your Lord and repent. So again the action of seeking forgiveness connected directly to the aspect of Tawheed. Similarly in Fussalat ayah number 6. (inaudible) قل إنما أنا بشر مثلكم يوحى إلي أنما إلهكم إله واحد فاستقيموا إليه واستغفروه. that indeed say say that indeed I am a human like you but it is revealed to me that indeed your your, your deity Your Lord, the one to be worshipped, is one only. فَاسْتَقِيمُوا إِلَيْهِ So be upright to Him. وَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ And seek His forgiveness. Again, seeking forgiveness, highlighted along with saying, Indeed, your Lord, Allah, is only one. The one to be worshipped is only one. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And then it mentions straight away, seek forgiveness from Him. So these are all examples that are highlighting the direct connection being made between seeking forgiveness and Tawheed. In the Hadith it mentions (coughs) Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika ashhadu and la ilaha illallah ashadu and la ilaha illa Ant as the uthiruka wa atubu ilik. In the hadith that talks about kafara al majlis, that when you have a gathering, then when you arise from it, you say Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. أَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَٰهَ إِلَّا أَنْتُ وَأَسْتَغْفِرُكَ وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْكَ That I bear testimony there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except you, and I seek forgiveness from you, and I make tawbah to you. So again, upon your testification of tawheed, upon your testification of tawheed, There is after that the seeking of forgiveness and the repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also another example you could mention regarding seeking forgiveness and tawheed together is the dua that you make after wudu. Ash'hadu an la (coughs) ilaha illallah Ash'hadu an la ilaha illallah وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدِهُ وَرَسُولُهُ اللَّهُمَ مِنَ التَّوَّابِينَ مِنَ You are bearing testification again that there is no deity worthy of worship in truth. He alone, Allah only. No one deserving of worship in truth except Allah. He alone and you bear testimony that Muhammad is the servant and messenger of Allah, and then you say, Oh Allah, make me from the repentant ones, and make me from the purified ones, make me from the repentant ones, those who repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those who seek forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you are asking for that in the dua after wudu. And you are asking that After the initial opening That mentions directly your testification to Tawheed So this again shows a clear link being made Between the seeking of forgiveness And between Tawheed And the shahada and the oneness of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Why is there this connection? between Tawheed and seeking of forgiveness <coughs> three main points firstly du'a allahumma arja'i fa min a'zam asbab al-mawhir an al-'abd lam yarju mawhiratahu min ghayri <coughs> rabbi أنه لَا يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ Firstly because your recognition, you have a recognition that nobody will forgive you and give you that repentance except Allah. So in the mentioning of Tawheed alongside it, it is your affirmation that it is purely Allah you are going to call upon and it is purely Allah who will forgive you. Hence the connection between the seeking of forgiveness and the testimony of Tawheed. Secondly, Al-Istighfar, <laughs> فَإِنَّ dunuba وَلَوْ عَظُمَةْ وَبَلَغَتْ مِنَ الْكَثْرَ عَنَانَ السَّمَاءِ فَإِنَّ اللَّهِ يَغْفِرُهَا إِذَا طَالَبَ الْعَبْدِ وَنْرَبِّهِ الْمَغْفِرَةِ Secondly also we can say that no matter what level of sins you may end up in, no matter what level of sins you may be upon and you may have reached, you recognize and know that Allah can forgive all sins no matter what level they may have reached. A person may be upon the worst of shirk. Worshipping others besides Allah upon the worst shirk. But if he makes repentance and accepts Islam, is it accepted? Absolutely. So a person recognizes that also. Thirdly, and perhaps this is the clear direct connection, a person realizes that the greatest cause or means For your forgiveness to occur from Allah is that you be upon Tawheed, the fact that you be upon Tawheed, then that is from the greatest of the causes for your sins to be forgiven. And that's why, again, you would connect and make that connection between the Tawheed of Allah (coughs) and in seeking forgiveness. <clears throat> then there is a follow-on from that same topic with some examples of the station and the rank of seeking forgiveness one example in Surah An-Nisa, Ayah number 110 وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ سُوءاً أَوْ يَظْلِمْ نَفْسَهُ ثُمَّ يَسْتَغْفِرِ اللَّهَ يَجْدِ اللَّهَ غَفُورًا رَّحِيمًا That whomsoever does evil or does wrong to himself, he does evil and wrong, but then يَسْتَغْفِرِ اللَّهَ he realizes and repents and seeks forgiveness from Allah, يَجِدِ اللَّهَ الله You will find Allah وتعالى, being the oft, forgiving and the oft, merciful. Similarly, Al-I'mran 135 وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا فَعَلُوا فَاحِشَةً أَوْ ظَلَمُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ ذَكَرُوا اللَّهَ فَاسْتَغْفَرُوا لِذُنُوبِهِمْ وَمَنْ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا Those who do the lewd acts, the wrong, the sins, but then they remember Allah and they seek forgiveness for their sins, وَمَنْ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا And who is it that forgives the sins except Allah? Al-I'mran 135. Regarding who is the one who forgives the sins except Allah. (coughs) There is also (coughs) some (coughs) ahadith and some narrations that highlight the station of seeking forgiveness. In Sunan ibn Majah, Hadith of Abdullah ibn Abusr, Rabbi Allahu anhu, قال, Rasulullah, sallallahu Alaihi wa Tuba, lima, wajada, fi sahifati, hi stihfar, kafira. That Tuba is for the one who finds in his records, his books of accountability on that day. Tuba for the one who finds in his records a lot of seeking forgiveness. That he used to make a lot of istighfar. He used to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness often. Tuba for the person who finds these in his details and records. The fact that he used to seek forgiveness a lot. And what is Tuba? (coughs) Huh? Glad tidings, (coughs) glad tidings to the one who used to seek forgiveness a lot. Uba. Any other explanations of what Uba is? Some of the scholars have mentioned it is a tree in paradise. Uba, a tree in paradise, glad tidings, the goodness. It is also mentioned by Al Imam Al Tabarani, otherwise known as Al Imam Al Tabarani. <coughs> Al Tabari is a different man. That is the point. Not to confuse Al Imam Al Tabari and Al Tabarani. This is Al Imam Al Tabarani. Al-Tabari, he's famous for what? Tafsir Ibn Jarir. This is Al-Tabarani in the Ma'ajim Al-Awsat. Al-`Uthiyyah Al-Maqdisi in the Al-Muhtarah. Aniz Zuber, رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من أحب أن تسره صحيفته فليكفر فيها من الاستغفار. That whomsoever wishes to be pleased with his records on that day of judgment when you get your books. Whoever wants to be happy with his books and his records, you want to be happy on that day when you get it, then make sure you do a lot of seeking forgiveness. Now in this world, do a lot of istighfar If you want to find goodness and you want to be happy with the books you are given on that day, In another narration Raw Abu Dawudwa Tirmadiwahuma and Bilal ibn Yasar Ibn Zayd an Abihi Anjaddi. In this narration, narrated by Bilal, the son of Yasar, the son of Zayd. So it's narrated by who? Bilal he narrates it from his father who was Yasar. He narrated it from his grandfather who was Zaid. Good memory. Muhaddith. So it was Bilal who narrated from his father, from his grandfather after just one go. Like Al-Imam al-Shafi'i memorized the Asanit straight away. So, he says, (laughs) اَنَّهُ سَمِعَ النَّبِيَّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمِ يَقُولُ مَنْ قَالْ أَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهِ الَّذِي لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُوَ أَلْحَيُّ الْقَيُّوُمَ أَتُوبُ إِلَيْهِ غُفِرَ لَهُ وَإِنْ كَانَ فَرَّ مِنَ الزَّحْفِ Here it mentions that whoever says, I seek forgiveness from Allah the one whom there is no deity worthy of worship in truth except he the ever living the al-qayyum the self sustaining the one who sustains others the all powerful and i repent to him whoever says that له, he will be forgiven wa in kana farra min Even if he had run away from the battlefield. Which we know is a major sin. So this indicates... That a person who sincerely seeks that forgiveness from his sins... Including major sins. You seek that forgiveness sincerely... And they can be forgiven. As for a person who seeks forgiveness... However, however, he is still intent upon that sin and still doing it, then is he really seeking forgiveness? No. He is not sincere in seeking forgiveness. Secondly, maybe he has stopped, but he still has an intention to go and do it again. So is he sincere in the forgiveness? No. Because what are the conditions of seeking repentance? What are the five conditions of Tawbah? The five conditions of Toba are what? All right. That's a separate one. That's like 5B. Uh, there are five. Then there is that one. Return the rights of the people. That's exactly what he just said. So. <coughs> for Tawbah. Tawbah is an act of worship. So of course you require absolute. Sincerity. Absolute sincerity in your Toba. Absolute sincerity in your seeking of forgiveness. Of course, if you're seeking forgiveness, you must have stopped doing the sin. You must also regret having done that sin. You must also make an absolute firm intention never to do that sin again. And fifthly, the Tawbah must be done Within the prescribed time limit. First condition was. Absolute sincerity. Secondly you must obviously. Abandon and stop that sin. Meaning if you are still carrying on with it. Then it is not a real repentance. Thirdly you must regret it. If you are happy you have done it. But now you are going to stop and seek repentance. That is not sincere either. How can you be happy you have done a sin? You must regret it. Fourthly, you must make a firm intention never to do it again. If your intention is to go and do it again, then you're not sincere in your repentance. And fifthly, (coughs) that it must be done within the time limits. And what are the time limits? Before the soul exits from your throat, إِنَّ اللَّهَ تَوْبَةَ الْعَبْدِ مَا لَمْ يُغَرْغِرْ Allah accepts the tawbah of a person as long as his soul is not exiting from his neck. And what is the second time limit? As long as you're able to do it, what do you mean? But does that mean you... uh uh-huh, uh uh-huh, but does that mean now, so... Imagine a person was doing a sin with his eyes. Or with his ears. Or with some other body part. So then, yeah, then that body part, for example, he's doing a sin with his ears, he listens to music, he's doing a sin with his eyes, he looks at something wrong. And then those faculties are taken away from him, so now he obviously can't do that sin anymore, so now he repents. Can that be accepted or not. It can. It can if he's sincere. If he now genuinely, sincerely recognizes after the calamity has befallen him the wrong he was in, then he can still repent from that sin and make a firm, resolute intent he would never do it again, even if his faculties came back, etc. It's possible. Somebody who's genuinely sincere, and Allah knows who's sincere, could be forgiven. What was the point before that? Mm. Ah, the second one, yes. Before the sun rises from the west. Because people will be alive at that time and the soul may not be exiting from their throats but the time for Toba will cut off if they see the sun rising from the west. Because when they see that everybody will now know the Day of Judgment, Islam, everybody will know now when they see the sun rising from the other side. So at that point, Tawbah will not be accepted either. <clears throat> the last thing to mention here then, is the fact that the Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam used to make a lot of istighfar. He used to seek forgiveness a lot. And this is the Prophet Sallallahu It's mentioned that his sins were forgiven, past and present and future, his sins were forgiven, yet he was still seeking istighfar, on one occasion it's mentioned he used to pray all night until his feet became swollen and blistered, وَفِي sahih an Aisha رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهَا قَالَتْ كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهُ, الله سَلَّمْ إِذَا صَلَّ قَامَ حَتَّى تَتَفَطَّرَ رِجْلَهُ he used to stand in prayer until his feet, his ankles became swollen, blistered. فَقُلْتُ لَهُ يا رسول الله So I said to him, O Messenger of Allah, هَذَا وَقَدْ غَفَرَ لَكَ اللَّهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِن ذَنْبِكَ وما تأخر. <coughs> She said, I said to him, O Messenger of Allah, do you do this? You pray to this extent, your feet become swollen, blistered, and Allah has forgiven for you what has gone by and what is to come of your sins. Allah has forgiven everything, and yet you still pray to this level where your feet become swollen and blistered. Why? So he said, Oh Aisha, Afala akunu abdan shakura. Should I not be a grateful servant to Allah? So the Prophet وسلم, used to be upon a great amount of worship, a great amount of seeking forgiveness, a great amount of dua, to show his gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Ibn Kathir, Ibn Kathir said about this, هذا من الله الَّتِي لَا يُشَارِكُهُ فِيهَا غَيْرُهُ وَلَيْسَ فِي حَدِيثٍ صَحِيْحٍ فِي ثَوَابِ مِنْ وَمَا تَأَخْرَ The fact that the sins of the Prophet were all forgiven past and future, that is something specific to him. Ibn Kathir says it's never been mentioned that anybody else had that virtue. That is something specific to the Prophet عَلَيْهِ فِي جَمِيعِ أُمُورِهِ عَلَى وَالْبِرْ وَالْإِسْتِقَامَةِ أَلَّتِي لَمْ Despite that the Prophet was upon absolute worship and righteousness and uprightness in his affairs. Even though his sins had been forgiven, he was upon absolute righteousness and obedience and uprightness. <coughs> Nobody else comparable to him. لَا مِنَ الْأَوَّلِينَ وَلَا مِنَ الْآخِرِينَ وَهُوَ أَكْمَلُ الْبَشَرَ عَلَى الْإِطْلَاقِ وَسَيِّدُهُمْ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ He is the best of creation in the absolute sense and there is nobody who is comparable to him. He is the leader of all of them. In Al-Bukhari, the hadith of Abu Hurairah, he says that I heard the Prophet say, اللَّهِ وَاللَّهِ إِنِّي لَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْهِ فِي الْيَوْمِ أكثر مِنْ سَبْعِينَ مَرَّةِ That by Allah I seek forgiveness and repent to Him in a day more than 70 times. In another hadith of Ibn Umar, رضي الله عنهما, in Abu Dawud and Tirmidhi ibn Majah, كُنَّا نَعُدُّ لِرَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ سَلَّمْ فِي الْمَجْلِسِ الْوَاحِدْ مِئَةَ مَرَّةِ رَبِّ اغْفِرْ لِي وَتُبْ عَلَيَّهِ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ They said in one sitting, one gathering, we would note and count that the Prophet ﷺ would say more than a hundred times, or a hundred times, Rabbi my Lord, forgive me, wa alayya, and give me the repentance, accept the tawbah. Innaka anta Inna in anta tawa Rahim that indeed you are the one who is the oft forgiving, accepts the tawbah and the most merciful, the oft merciful. Similarly, in an Nasai, the hadith of Abu Huraira. Anna Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi In one hadith that the Prophet ﷺ got the people together and said to them O oh people repent to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala for indeed I repent more than a hundred times in a day Then as a reminder because we covered it before some of the du'as that were mentioned in one of the ahadith in Al-Bukhari of Shaddad ibn Aws, radiyallahu anhu istighfar the head of all of the seeking of forgiveness is an yaqul al-abd, that a servant says, Allahumma anta rabbi la ilaha illa anta khalaqtani wa ana abduk وَأَنَا عَلَى عَهْدِكَ وَوَعْدِكَ مَسْتَطَعْتِ أَعُوذُ بِكَ مِشَرِّ مَا صَنَعْتِ أَبُؤُ لَكَ بِنِعْمَتِكَ Abu وَأَبُؤُ بِذَنْبِي فَاغْفِرْ لِي فَإِنَّهُ لَا يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا أَنْتِ That was one variation mentioned which you'll find in Sahih al-Bukhari in the fortress of the Muslim and so the first volume is concluded upon that point Upon the point of highlighting that the Prophet Wasallam, despite having his sins forgiven, used to always and regularly be seeking forgiveness from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and regularly asking for tawbah. Regularly, the Prophet ﷺ was doing that seventy times, a hundred times in one gathering. It's mentioned in a day. So that indicates the importance of it and how we need to make sure that we are regularly upon that also. That brings us to the end of this volume. And inshaAllah ta'ala, maybe we're going to carry on into the second volume as well, where there are certain other details about particular du'as and other rulings. Remember, this is a book about the fiqh of du'a, about the different types of du'a And the meanings of them and how to do them, when to do them, and more of those types of details will come up in the second volume which will begin from next week inshaAllah ta'ala. Any questions on that before we round off tonight then? Was there any homework? Are you sure? So we'll round off on that and we'll carry on in two weeks time. Isha'a, uh, going to be what time? Half past eight? Okay, that's okay, normal time. Seven o'clock, 6.45. About 6.45-ish, insha'Allah. Normal kind of time we'll carry on next week then. Masallahu alayhi ala wa sallam